0: noticing the difference between movement and stillness. So one of the things that happens when we begin to meditate is is that we have an opportunity to feel or to see, to experience memories from the past. It's like a, a clearing out, a reckoning a coming to terms with things that have happened in the past. Sometimes in the context of a retreat, when we're sitting, there can be a a sense of the way things come together and feelings of regret. Feelings of pain that, that happened because of other people's actions. One of the beauties of being human is our ability to reflect and to, and to see uh, cause and effect, to see consequences, to have a consciousness reflect. And this, this light of the world, this shining light of the world is what helps us make decisions in the future where we don't have regret. So this coiling back, coiling away from wanting to do anything that is harmful is what helps us make decisions in the future. And this is one of the shining lights of the world. And yet in our Judeo-Christian culture, this beautiful shining light of the world often consolidates a sense of me being a bad person or me being a victim. And so we take something that's beautiful and we can feel guilt or we can feel blame. And there's no place, really, for guilt on the path of awakening. The only useful purpose that guilt serves us is it's an object to be vigilant about not believing or following or identifying with. So its usefulness is is that it helps us cultivate patience and vigilance and determination to not ever believe it, follow it identify with it. But there's a sifting and a sorting that happens when we separate out the harmful way we make ourselves to the unskillful actions that have given rise to unskillful result. Separate out the cause and effect result of what has happened. And even still, when we've separated out the cause and effect and are not feeling guilty, still sometimes there's room for forgiveness. Let's just take a moment and think about the things that we've done that we regret. Actions that have hurt or harmed or where we were not present when we needed to be for somebody else. And invite them. Welcome these memories. And welcome the feeling of regret, to know that this is what regret feels like. And when we take a very careful look at each of these situations, it's almost always the case that we were doing the best that we could. If we could have been doing better, we would have done. Nevertheless, there's still regret. And so for whomever there may be regretful feelings about, ask, may I be forgiven? May I ask for forgiveness now? for what I did that caused you harm, that caused you pain, that caused you confusion, that caused you distress. May I be forgiven for not being present when really presence was what was needed. I ask for your forgiveness now. it's an excruciating vulnerability to be present with our own lack our mistakes the places that we didn't do as well as we could have done or as well as was needed to have been done and we can be with that vulnerability acknowledge that vulnerability asking for forgiveness may i ask your forgiveness now for all of the ways any of the ways that what i did was harmful hurtful unkind And just notice what it feels like to ask somebody else for forgiveness. How already a burden releases when we ask for forgiveness. And when we ask for forgiveness, we do this in full understanding that we did the best that we could, and still we have regret. And we can be with both knowing that we did the best that we could and the regret. We can hold them both together. And notice what's happening in your body. Notice the places of your body that you can feel fully and the places of your body that are numb or that are closed off or that are tight. And just take a moment and inquire in these parts of your body, what is needed? What is needed here? And attend in a way that supports what is needed in the body, asking for forgiveness, holding both the regret and the sense that you did the best that you could. So in a similar way, there may be people that have hurt us, harmed us, betrayed us, were not present for us. And we can let images of people and situations come to mind that have been very hard to bear, hard to reconcile. Maybe situations where we've already done a lot of work, but there still is some residue, some remainder And we can allow these situations, these memories, these people into our heart, into our mind. And know that when we are extending forgiveness, offering forgiveness, giving forgiveness we're not condoning behavior we're not saying that it doesn't matter we're not saying that it's okay what we're saying is is that we have suffered enough we have hurt enough we are willing to bring forward the conditions that support letting go of our pain, of our wounds, of our identity of being wounded. When we bring forth the heart of forgiveness, It is not a magic wand. It doesn't make everything disappear. What it does do is set forth the intention to bring together the conditions needed to let go. Doing this in full knowledge that I have suffered enough pain. And that it is time to let go. And so to each of these people and situations that have harmed you, hurt you, betrayed you, transgressed against your trust or your integrity, See if you can find a way to say, I forgive you now. I don't expect you to have done it any differently. I forgive you I don't hold you out of my heart because what has happened I forgive you now with Some tremendous injury, we only might begin to get a feeling for the possibility of doing this. We're not yet ready and we have to respect ourselves for where we're at. But we can move towards the intention honoring the pain and honoring how much we have suffered with this pain, that it is time to let it go. And so if it's not possible to say these words, we can bring forth the intention that it is our aspiration to move in that direction. I forgive you now. I don't expect you to have ever done it, to have done it differently. And I don't hold you out of my heart for what has happened. And bringing attention to your body, feeling what is lit up, what is shut down, what is numb, what wants to scream, where it wants to run. In a wide open, gentle and loving, embracing attention. Bring your attention where it is needed. Gently, kindly, present. Using your breath to bring strength. Using your breath to release resistance and tension. Now one of the people in the world that it is the most difficult to forgive and ask forgiveness from is oneself. And so to myself, for the ways in which I sold myself out I set myself up, I walked out on myself, I abandoned myself, I betrayed myself, I ask and extend forgiveness. I ask and extend forgiveness knowing that I couldn't have done it any differently and feeling the regret anyway, knowing I couldn't have done it any differently and wishing it otherwise. for the ways that I've harmed myself and hurt myself and put myself down set myself up walked out on myself left me high and dry I ask for forgiveness and I extend forgiveness but I do not shut myself out of my own heart. It is time to let go of the pain that I carry about the things that I've done to myself. I have suffered enough with the pain. Knowing that holding on to this pain doesn't help me make better choices. Doesn't pay some kind of retribution. Doesn't make it okay. It just causes more pain. and also with myself. If it's not possible to let go, if it's not possible to find the words to ask and extend forgiveness, then that needs to be honored and respected. And we move forward with the intention to be able to do this. intention to genuinely let go, to genuinely ask and genuinely extend forgiveness to myself for all of the things that I've done that caused myself harm, knowing I couldn't have done it any better and I still feel so sad and so much regret And so in the course of the day, if there are other memories that arise, you need to ask for forgiveness from someone, extend forgiveness to someone, or ask and extend forgiveness to yourself. Asking and extending forgiveness brightens the light of the world. Makes it possible for us to come home into ourselves. To take up residence in our own bodies. To not feel cast out. now taking a lot of care to change the focus of one's attention and bring it to the nourishing, moist, alive breath and letting this nourishing, moist alive breath. be directed wherever it needs to be. In our body, in our heart, on our mind, that we can feel the uplift, the encouragement, the new energy of the in-breath. We can feel the release, the relaxation, and the letting go with the outbreath. Allowing the body to come alive with the breath. Allowing the posture to support the breath. Allowing ease, gentleness, groundedness, and well-being with the breath.